Mood.tv So I have a little question that I, I've been thinking about as I ride the C train. I've started taking the C train more because less people get on there because everybody wants to get the express train. So I leave a little earlier so I can get a seat and be lazy. Nice. It's a good call. Yeah, it's great thinking. I love it. it changed my life. But on the way back, uh, I and I, if I happen to be on the C train, I've started standing near people that dress better and have nicer clothes that are sitting. Because I think there's a, they're more likely to get off the train before me in the nice parts of the Upper West Side, and I wonder if anybody else does that. Ooh, there's a lot. There's a lot to. Unpack I know here. it's awful. I think it's an awful thing. No, it's not awful. But I think statistically, it seems like it's just those people get off earlier because they have apartments in the 70s and 80s and 90s, and so I stand near them. I'm sure you definitely don't hit it 100 of the time, right? No, nah, not 100, but a lot of the time. A lot of the time, huh? Right on. Yeah, no, I'm, I can get on board with that. Do you do that? Or you don't do that? Or haven't done that? Um, hmm. I mean, that whole thing I haven't done, but I like it. I like that you're like, you know, as we were just talking before we started rolling, you're getting older, you're an old man now. <laughs> I gotta sit. You don't want to deal with these, these kids. You want to sit down. <laughs> and you weren't judging these people based upon anything but them getting off the train, so there's nothing wrong with that. You just happen to notice that that happened to correlate. I think I think that's really smart. All right. I think I don't know if I've ever consciously done it, but I guess question to question your oldness. What is your facial expression when you sit down on the C train, go one stop, and then the next thing you hear is showtime? <laughs> Sheer joy. Yeah, right. He's got a he's got a front row seat because he because he he got on the A train instead of the C train. I bet I bet the grimace on your face leaves line, these old man lines. For hours, and luckily, Showtime doesn't really happen on the C train. And that, that's nah, Showtime's all about the A train, which I don't. Get, I guess the Pack train, all about the A train. They want the, the they want those long stretches. For those listeners not understanding what's going on, <laughs> they're they're referring to on a subway train when they say Showtime. Usually, it's a group of people. They get on and they perform some sort of show. Uh, recently, recent days, it's usually what like a, a dance acrobatic uh, show. But I would say the last decade, it is a dance routine of like three. Younger kids, but you know, and so and they do it a show for money. They're trying to get money. So, but in the past, you know, it could be anything from mariachi band to you know rappers. Well, yeah, Showtime is a specific thing. Showtime is a specific thing because the mariachi band does not get on the train and say Showtime. That would be so funny though. It's, it's it Showtime. A, they, they should start doing it. They might get more money. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> that would be great. What is the Spanish phrase for it's showtime? I don't know. We're going to learn it, though, because I think that would be very... <laughs> that's really that's really funny. That makes me laugh. Uh, all right. So anyways... Oh, I gave up my seat today also as another aside to uh, a woman with a cane. Good job. Ooh. And I think if you really want a seat on the subway, I think all you need is a cane, it turns out. Was it, That was George Costanza's thing, right? Oh, was it? Well, he had the rascal for a while. And he, I think he had a cane, Oh, he too. had the that cane was, in the first part he... of that episode. Yep. Yeah, and he, that's how he got the bathroom and all yep. that. Yeah, that's all it takes. That's from Seinfeld. For people who don't know, we gotta you know make sure our inside jokes aren't so inside. Even though, well, Seinfeld not super inside, yeah. not super inside. Yeah. All right, this. Let me ask you a question. Of the podcast we have EJ five thousand, the one and only EJ five thousand. That this, all of it. This that EJ is back. <laughs> showtime. <laughs> and we got showtime, ladies and gentlemen. Showtime. That's the Gregor man. <laughs> it's showtime. Yep. <laughs> Don't be scared, everybody. It's just showtime. Oh, uh, yeah, nobody likes that stuff. Just nobody. Somebody likes it. There's somebody out there that loves it. 
Ah, oh, the tourists love it. They eat it up. Foreigners especially. They got the grin from ear to ear. Yeah. They get the dollar out before they're even done with show. Like they're on the second kid, and they still they got their dollars waving already. Yeah, they eat Showtime right up. All right. Well, I've prepared a question this week of let me ask you a question, and the question is. When is honesty not the best policy? Yeah, I feel like we've we've touched on this before. I'm sure we've touched on it before, but we, but haven't, we haven't. Yeah, but we haven't. We haven't yeah. dove in. I mean, we've 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 had sex with it. We've made love with it, but we haven't really fucked this question yet. <laughs> we made love to its mouth once, and that's what we're doing tonight. We haven't done that yet. Yeah, let's gently make love to this one's mouth. We're we're balls deep tonight in this question. Yeah. So, uh, what do you got? Well, it kind of reminds me of uh, of the subway question too. To refer to that, so like, you know, if you're not sure if uh, honesty, like, if someone looks like they're pregnant, you should never say that. That's like one of the times when honesty. Would... Excuse me, ma'am, you look pregnant. Would you like the seat? <laughs> yeah, th- that's the instance where honesty. I'm not would... saying you are or you aren't. I'm just saying you look it. <laughs> I wonder if you could play that off and just be like, you know, you don't have to say yes or no, but I'm offering you the seat. <laughs> I wonder if they would kind of play it off and just kind of smile or if they would seethe if they were not pregnant. Well, I like, too, how, like, someone, someone says they're like, when they're like, well, honestly, if someone has to say that, it's kind of like, like, I'm not racist, but... <laughs> yeah. Or, like, you're not going to like this. But like, honestly speaking, that's usually either means they're going to be, like, full of shit or something's coming that you don't want to hear. Yeah. Probably a negative thing. I could do that. Yeah. So if it's, if it's a declaration of honesty... Do you think it's less honest, though? I feel like that probably is being honest, though, when somebody's saying, honestly, it's usually like in a preface to, I'm about to say something shitty, but it's true. I think more often than not, it's going to be something shitty, but sometimes it's something like, I'm not going to lie to you, but... Well, as I say, every, that's, that's the other phrase I was thinking, was the, everything before the butt is bullshit. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, oh, man, that thing looks, that jacket looks really good on you, but... Yeah, right. Like, that, that, that jacket doesn't look good on you. Everything after the butt is the truth. Yeah, definitely. I would think that... A bad time to be honest would be anything where it would be better to be honest or not to be honest would be anything that would involve the Fifth Amendment. So you would probably want to keep your mouth shut about that stuff. <laughs> you look so guilty when you plead the Fifth. Well, no, you just don't want to seem guilty. Yeah, right. You don't want to seem guilty. But it's funny. Like, I think the idea of it is interesting because it sets you up to look guilty, I think. Honestly speaking, I plead the Fifth. <laughs> <laughs> right. All this law talk. When did you start going to night school there, EJ? I know, right? I've been watching Night Court, actually. Night Court. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So uh, what is? what else is it? Or pr- uh, pr- like, Also, it would be nice in, like, in your, lo- your personal lives, you know, when, when is it not the best? You don't have to say examples of it makes you uncomfortable, but when is it, you know, not always the best policy? When I'm dealing with people at work? Work stuff? Yeah, all right. So, <laughs> Lots of work stuff. So what kind of... Stuff that I like to say, it stays in the room. Because <laughs> it's just like, sometimes you're dealing with people, and you're just like, I, I want to say a lot of different things. <laughs> and then I end up just being like, and going in an email and being like, yeah, sure, okay. <laughs> and really, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Right. Yeah, so... But you're not saying lies. It's not a lie. I'm saying I, I shouldn't say the things that I think about saying. That's not that's not the best time to be honest. You're pleading the fifth. I'm pleading the fifth. Yeah, it, most it times. sounds like a little fifth pleading. But when do you bald face lie? Well, I mean, I'm kind of lying right there when I'm just like, yeah, sure, it's fine. Yeah, a lot of times it's not fine. Yeah, right. And you bringing up that example just opened the floodgates. I think because I think that I'm probably in that instance using that as the the uh, bar. 
I'm probably more dishonest than I am honest. In life? Because it's just like, yeah. Yeah. Especially if that's what we're shooting for. Oh, man. Well, I don't know if it's what we're shooting for. (laughs) That's not what you say at the pearly gates. I think that's the 11th commandment. <laughs> Thou shalt build dishonest so that you don't blow up at every moron. I think that's what oh, it yeah. is, right? Mr. Law. Yeah. You know all the law. I do know the law. You know God's law. You know earthly law. <laughs> the 137th amendment. You got it all covered. All right. So you are more dishonest than you are honest. Oh, man. Yeah. Just like Greg and Matt was saying at work all the time, like, I get, I get, like, there's these memes that are kind of popular now where it says, like, no one. And then there's a colon, and then it says a name of somebody, and it just says a long list of things. And I oh, have this right. person at work yep. who is the living embodiment of that. I'll just be, I work at my desk, I the wall. Someone has talked to me that they come up behind me and talk at me, and this woman will just come up behind me and just, like, start telling stories, even if I have headphones on. Ugh. And I just have to, like, turn around and smile, and, like, sometimes it's like, Ah, those two truck drivers, ah, they don't speak English. I wish they would learn American. They're in America. And I'm just like... (laughs) (laughs) Just like politely smile and like, just just ignore her. You don't hit her with your liberal agenda? You live in hell, PA. This is not your place. And just turn around and clickety-click, click, click, click on my mouse. Yeah, so you don't really say anything. You kind of shirk her off. It's a shirk off. Yeah, a lot of the times, or just do that like awkward white guy smile where you kind of puff out your bottom chin a little bit like... You know, and you're like, because eh. oh, you I'm not going to be able to like change race relations in the greater Altoona area. From you're just not trying hard enough. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. need to be the change you want to see in the world. That's true. It's true. Yeah. I'm surprised you're not at the Trump rally at Penn State right now. Is there one there? Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. You're going to be the Gandhi of Altoona. <laughs> Beat my wife? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has problems too, old Gandhi. <laughs> old Gandhi. Nobody's perfect. I don't know if he's here or if he's Gandhi, but he's not here now. Well, nobody's perfect. That's Billy Wilder's epitaph on his tombstone, and I always thought that's really great. We need Gandhi with a Poe Buddy's Nerfic shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Makes me want to eat a Poe Boy. Mm. That sounds delicious. Thanks. Just shoot that. Just shoot that joke down again, Anthony. Killer of jokes. What? I laughed at the joke, and then I and then I thought about the Poe Boy. I think we should just yeah go with Gandhi eating a po' boy on his shirt. Let's just let's just build on it. <laughs> Wearing the shirt that says po' buddy's. Yeah, there you go. All right, yeah, where you... else are you dishonest in life? Tell me about all your dishonesty. <laughs> um, Wait, Greg, man, are you mostly dishonest in life? Well, Forrest Gump taught me that Mama says it's okay to tell a little white lie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, white lies. Okay, yeah, just a little white lie. Yeah, white lie here and there. Absolutely, everywhere. <laughs> A lot of white just lies. Like the, you go through just like the Care Bears. How many white lies did you tell today? I didn't have many conversations today, so probably not that many. How fast do you think you'd be fired if you were an honest person at work? Oh man! If I just had to like, if every time like one of those emails came in that I had to, I wanted to speak my mind, I spoke it. Yeah, uh, probably pretty quick. You'd be right out the door. I mean, maybe not when I like first started, but now like you know, almost three years in, definitely. Yeah. I wonder if most people are like that's the that's just the way it work usually. I imagine that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like I just I just want to go and I want to do my job. And unfortunately, my job hinges on a lot of other people. Yeah, right. So, you know, it it, it it's frustrating when you keep trying to implement things to try to like make your job better, but it requires other people to abide by certain things. And it just never changes. Right. I mean, I guess technically it's insanity because I, I keep 
kind of going through the same thing, expecting a different result. Oh yeah, that is insanity. Yeah. Now, do you all have do you all have somebody at work that is totally honest all the time, and it's much more awful? No. No, actually, the the people I have the most problems at work with are ones that are the most phony. Yeah, the ones that like I just can tell they're spewing bullshit all the time. Agreed. There's there's something about like that stereotypical person where they're just like ah they're rough around the edges but they have a heart of gold and like in the past I would always be so frustrated by that frustrated by that person and there is like a fine line you know like if someone's a dick they're a dick that's terrible but like I'd rather someone be honest and not care that I that we're not friends and like Greg Man said let us just get the work done than someone who's just like so fake and then I'm not getting work done and they're not being honest and then nothing's going to be accomplished because of how disingenuous this person is so would you if we had the option would you want to wake up tomorrow to a world in which nobody could lie anymore oof probably not it'd be fun to give it a shot yeah like liar liar for like a day it'd be a, a big adjustment period you know what if it's like a no going back scenario you say yes or no that's it and everybody does it though everybody does it wow hmm. that that would put the world on its head that would put the world on its head it would be it would be crazy yeah <laughs> It would be real crazy. I bet for a little while there'd be like a lot more stuff like murder. Oh, huh. For sure. Well, I'd say, I mean, I was going to say chaos, but yeah, I mean, probably. I just picked the first thing that came to my head. It was like, you get in a cab or on the bus and the guy's like, I'm drunk. <laughs> you're like, all right. I guess well. Yeah. I want to hear my pilot say that. <laughs> I get on the ferry boat from Staten Island and they're like, all right, everybody all aboard. <laughs> going to Whitehall and I'm a little bit hammered yeah. <laughs> last time this happened someone crashed the boat <laughs> alright hang on be there in 30 minutes hopefully your pilot's like this is an abomination I don't know how two tons of steel flies in the sky <laughs> let's all pray to baby Jesus <laughs> listen everybody welcome aboard we need at least seven catastrophes to go wrong while for this flight to crash and good news We've only got five so far. <laughs> yeah, it would be an interesting world. I think, uh, I feel like there would be a big spike in things like death and murder and carnage for some years. But then I bet, I wonder if the world would just become basically more moral in some ways or ethical because they can't lie anymore. Yeah, more efficient. Or we would just all get used to that. Because I wonder if our nature would go against... The artifice of language where it's just like oh that didn't really matter after all after a period you know like oh we got we all got used to everybody being honest and we still at the core act the same way like it would just plunge us into even more darkness or just the same amount of darkness but just like some like people are just more honest about it what if we just all got really quiet because like you have to be honest but you can also choose to just not speak a lot of pleading the fist <laughs> <laughs> And then everybody the just quietest planet. Speak. We just become so quiet all the time. <laughs> I like that. Somebody walks up, they're like, "Hi, how are you?" And then, then it just the floodgates open, or you just keep your mouth shut. <laughs> I'm bad. I'm real bad, and I'm feeling worse just since you said that. <laughs> all right, let's take a little break. We'll be right back. Thank you. 
welcome back, everybody. Uh, I mean, I guess my answer is probably pretty pretty boring here. I mean, I, I think I'm a white lie kind of guy myself. I find lies... All right, in the world of lying, I find white lies are very useful if the truth is ultimately going to hurt somebody's feelings, but just in the short term, you know, it's not a big deal. But of course, that's like my saying it's not a big deal, so I guess that is wrong, but... It's just, I find it to be like a time saver. <laughs> See, there you go. That's that's the truth there. That's selfish, but it's true. Well, yeah. I Totally. It's true, but I think white lies often for time saving because it's stuff that you know would then require a longer conversation and it wouldn't be in the best interest of anybody probably to really have that. It's not going to be fun or enjoyable. So then you just tell a little white lie. <laughs> I did something wrong, and I don't really want this other person to be hurt by it, nor do I want to deal with the repercussions. <laughs> well, I feel like doing something wrong, like if I murdered somebody accidentally, <laughs> and then I I feel like that would become not a, that wouldn't be a white lie. I guess there's parameters on like... What color what, lie when, would it when be? When does the color, racist? yeah, when does the color change from white? <laughs> and what and what is the worst kind of lie? You know, what is the color scheme for lies? There's only, there's white lies, but what are like... Is it the same as the, the collar workers spectrum? Yeah, maybe. There's pink lies and red lies. I'm going to say we need to come up with the rainbow of lies. A blue lie. Yeah, I wonder what the I wonder what all the color scheme is. Red lies definitely murder. Yeah, I could see that. And if a white lie is harmless, then I guess a black lie would be the opposite of harmless. That's the most the most harmful. That's like if you nuke a country and then lie about it. <laughs> if you kill everybody in a country, but, but you lie about it. It's a black Maybe lie. Maybe that's the opposite of a white lie. Maybe. I don't really know. I don't know what that spectrum actually is. It's tough. We got to come up with it. But that's the thing. I think there is certainly a spectrum of what lies in white lie territory. But I find the ones that I partake in are usually ones that are just going to set us back on time. For instance, say I had like a pain in the ass journey to get somewhere, right? And everybody, and somebody asked me, how was your travels? But I don't need to delineate all that. I just say they were good. Oh, sure. Yeah, totally. Like what, what good is that really going to do us to talk about it? Yeah, yeah. So I find white lies to be real useful then. And I think, I mean, I, get, I think the world would get real dicey if they were not permissible. So that's my take on the lie, the lie spectrum. I agree. When it gets to be a bigger deal, then, you know, I think honesty probably is the best policy. But I could see the white lies. Now, but where we left off, would I want to live in that world, maybe? I'd be curious. Yeah, but what is your curiosity <laughs> enough to make you live in that world? Because it's permanent. Uh, yeah, with no going back. No going back. Uh, it would be rough. And then, you know, it, you know, there would also be a lot of death in that world, too, I guess. Because, for instance, if I found out that there was no more lying to be had, and, you know, I wanted to, like find out where somebody was so I could kill them, I could just ask people. <laughs> yeah, but just because they can't lie doesn't mean they're going to say, you know, they just might say, I'm not going to say. And inherently, I don't think, uh, yeah, I'm sure I'm there is a certain say. amount of cleanup work as in people dying because truths are known, <laughs> but I don't think most rapes, murders, thieves, burglaries, theft is all that is based upon lies. I think the lies come afterwards, not like... <laughs> Yeah, totally. Yeah, that makes sense though that in my in that example, like if somebody knocked knocked on your door and asked where, you know, to find somebody so that you could they could go kill them, I guess you could just not say anything. Yeah, or you say I'm not going to tell you. That's not lying. But I I do agree with what you're saying too. I think that first few years there would be a lot of that again, that cleanup where people are like it's just, it's just the purge. Yeah, people are saying truths or <laughs> truths are being told or being written or just the truth is out there. 
It's like the X Files and oh yeah, Purge is happening. And then and then they would be like adapting to that society where instead of lying, you would just say, "I'm not going to tell you," or "I don't feel comfortable telling you," or yeah. I think there would still be, and like you're saying too, we do a lot of it for brevity's sake. I think that we would get back to that brevity's sake. It would just be like a new cultural norm of instead of saying like, "How was your night? I slept awfully. I had didn't sleep good." Could you just be like, "Bad," and then that would be it. You know. I feel like it'd be a lot more French. <laughs> There'd be a lot more French speaking. I don't. I think the French are just closer to that kind of honesty. I feel like we see them as being really curt and short because they're honest like that. But maybe there's something to it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of cultures, a few others too, that are just they seem like I, the Russians supposedly very abrasive like that, right? Yeah, and, I um, bet the Russians for sure. Again, it's not meant to be abrasive. It's just the truth. Yeah, they don't gotta bust out their tap shoes every time somebody asks them a question. That sounds kind of nice. It's interesting. Maybe we should move there to France oh, or Russia. We'll say, yeah, go ahead and move to Russia. Yeah, let's all go yeah. there and be super honest. <laughs> It'll be a whole new us. Well, Julian Pussy Riot. Are they still around? They're in a gulag. Yeah, they're out, they're out in the gulags these days. Do they still have gulags? They do. They do. Now they're called like recreational getaway vacation camps or something. Is that a white lie? That is the red lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wonder... Is mislabeling something like that? Wonder what kind of lie that is. What's the color of that lie? Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm interested in the scheme, the color scheme for lies. We'll have to do some exploration on that. <laughs> I wonder if there are any kinds of lies. I think people should call in with uh, what what their coloration of lies. Yeah, are. please do call in at nine two nine three five two six one seven three. Or send us an email. Let me ask you a question. Podcast at gmail.com. Or hit us up on Insta or Twitter at LeMyakPod. Or go to moot.tv and buy all the swag. And wear it up on yourself or drink out of it or put stuff in it. You can do a lot of stuff. And you can give us money on our coffee account. Uh, a lot of ways to make us rich. A lot of ways. Balls in your court. Balls in your court. <laughs> send us your rainbow of lies spectrum with examples, please. Yeah, please do. Yeah, and also, while you're at it, head over to moot.tv. That's the site where our episodes are housed. You can listen to our episodes there or listen to our other podcast, White Wasabi, where Greg and I and Sensei Match listen to Sword Art Online and talk about it, which is an anime, or listen to Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up, which is another podcast, which is fun, and uh, uh, they make a new song every week, which is kind of epic. So check those out. And it's kind of a hootenanny. Hootenanny. It's a hoot nanny, And there, while, while you're there, you can also click on the donate button on any of the Let Me Ask You a Question podcast episodes and feel free to send us some cash. A lot of it. A lot of it. So we can, we can make some green lies. Daddy's got to drink up his Christmas. <laughs> mm, green lies. Yeah, get ready for the holiday season, everybody. Yeah, it's coming. Uh, or it's, it's here. It's, it's already here. All right, everybody. We will talk to you real soon. Until next time. Mood.tv. I'm bad. I'm real bad. And I'm feeling worse just since you said that.